0: Yep. hello everybody and welcome once again to
1: The Brink, your favouritest, most Brinkalicious podcast in the entire universe. I was going to say world, but I thought no, I'm going to go with universe because the universe is bigger than the world and considering we haven't been here for a couple of weeks, had a bit of a break, we're back for our unlucky episode 13. Apparently it's unlucky, but we've got a bit of catching up to do. We've got lots to bring you today actually and, and lots of people on this show. Excited. Get excited because you will be excited. And I like to say the word excited because I can tell you that since we last joined you, the people who are listening to this show, we we always get excited about people listening to us in Mountain View. We've established that. Hello to all our Mountain View listeners. But the United States is is taking off. They love us. They love us over there in the U.S. Because I want to send a special shout-out to our listeners in Honolulu, in Hawaii. Hello. Never been there, but it looks beautiful. So, g'day. And one place I have been, St. Paul in Minnesota. Uh, hello to everybody listening to us from there. So, um, just need to take this opportunity to give a bit of a shout-out to those people, as we generally do. At the beginning of these uh, these episodes. But just before we get into the swing of things, I know you want to hear from people. You're excited. You've heard that there's going to be guests on this show. So Who are they, Ben? Get to them. I really want to hear them. Uh, since we've last been on air, we, of course, have released some deleted scenes from The Brink Unleashed 6, the biggest film ever just released earlier this year. You love it. I know you've watched it a hundred times. It's fantastic. But I uh, want to play just a bit of a teaser, a snippet of a deleted scene for you to really whet your appetite. Um, and we're just going to go straight into this and play. This is a clip from when I was in New Zealand with Nick. You heard Nick earlier this year, of course, uh, when I was in New Zealand with him. This is me trying some local New Zealand cuisine. So this is just a snippet. You can catch all these on YouTube, but uh, let's hear a little bit of this. We are
2: here in... The- Pyro, 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 that's the place. See? Okay. I'm not doing well. Home of LMP as we just saw from out the front. But um, I've got my breakfast. But we've got an LMP chili wine, which I'm to try. And, a kiwi, uh, mm. LMP milkshake. And you've just tried this and it was okay. Yeah, not bad. I'm going to try this first. I've only had LMP once. Um, but that was Australia, in Australia, so this is in New Zealand, let's try this. It's got more flavour than the one I tasted last time, let's be honest with that. It's
3: okay.
2: I mean, it's brilliant, it's fantastic, I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, this is chili lime. Maybe you add a little kick to the good lemony stuff with L&P. With chili and lime, this how... Uh, I don't want to read that. It's, it's a lot better than the other one. Alright, let's try this milkshake. Have you ever had an L&P milkshake No. Before? Okay, it's the first. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, it, there's lemon there. You can taste it. But it's, um... I guess I'm like expecting this really strong, like, lemon. But it's like subtle lemon. Maybe that's what you concealer is like. Subtle lemon. I'm more impressed with the kiwi, the great kiwi shape. So that's LMP and that's how experiences are with this morning.
1: That's what you need to know. Always fun to try local cuisine when you're travelling. So, if you want to see that in its entirety, all the other ones from New Zealand, all the other deleted scenes from all the places that i ventured to at the end of last year, have to take this opportunity. At the beginning of the episode, head to our YouTube page, uh, or you can head to our Facebook page. We've also tagged it on there. Easiest way for you to watch them. It's been a while since we've had this next person on the show. He was actually on our very first rebooted podcast episode, and also on a crap load of episodes before that, because he was the longest serving co-host ever on this program you know him as josh and he hasn't actually changed his name it's still josh uh josh welcome back to the brink
4: thank you ben how are you this evening
1: oh you know look can't complain here talking to you um doing stuff uh what about you what 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 are you doing now uh, i'm
4: sitting on my chair cool that's what i'm doing but but saying that, I did see something quite cool on the interwebs, on the YouTubes uh, today. Was, that, was it a nicer thinking. chair
1: or a, a different chair?
4: No, no, but something that I would definitely sit on its lap. It was Ryan Reynolds uh, <laughs> doing a beautiful, um, it was a, a leaked teaser trailer that they're showing in front of Logan. It's for Deadpool 2, and it was one of the funniest things that I've actually seen.
1: I haven't, I, I saw that. I saw that it was leaked, but... Uh, I haven't watched it yet, so I'll watch you
4: know. it. Yeah, I, w- I won't spoil it for you, but I-, I thoroughly enjoy it, being the geek that I am. But well, speaking of which, did ha- you've seen
1: Deadpool? I correct? watched Deadpool with you. I-, I hadn't seen it until I was at your house. That's right. And you, That's right. we watched it. Yes, yes. That's
4: right. I actually forgot about that. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, it's, it, it was. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a lot different to what I was expecting. Um, it's one of, I think, only. Two Marvel movies I've seen. I mean, I know it's not necessarily in the Marvel universe, cinematic it's universe. The,
4: it, it's 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 in the X Men
1: universe, which are technically in the Marvel universe, but Fox but won't let place- them. No, no,
4: it's Sony that own it. I thought Sony, Sony had. Owns-
1: I thought Sony had Spider Man and just gave it up, and it's Fox who won't give up X Men. No, no. no
4: I- I'm going to have to check this out, but let's just say it is Fox. If we're wrong, we're wrong.
1: Well, I, I, just, I, I, mean, I just actually rewatched all the Spider-Mans basically in the last week um, because I know they're finally getting their hands on him and there's another one coming out this year, what, the third new, hey, this is what happens to Spider-Man movie in the last yeah, but w- 15 years.
4: But what's really good about it is it's not a... Um, Here's how Spider Man got his powers, which which is fantastic. Because I was sick and tired. Like they had Spider Man with Tobey Maguire, fantastic movie. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Then they had the two sequels, and then they do okay. Let's do the amazing Spider Man with Garfield, who likes to eat lasagna. (laughs) And it was all right. It was closer to the comic books than than Tobey Maguire's, but I'd rather Tobey Maguire's Spider Man portrayal than I did. Garfield's, um, especially like the fact that John wasn't in it. Garfield, John go together, Odie. but they don't. Yep. Yeah, Odie, no, there was none of it. It was a big lizard. Mm. Um, I didn't mind the second one they did. That really. Electro. I was about yeah, to I say did- the
1: opposite because I'd actually never seen the second one until I watched it a week ago, and I was bored. I, I mean, I got to like forty minutes in, and I'm like, oh, this must nearly be over. And I'm like, oh, shit, we've still got ages ago. We hadn't even met Electro at that point. Then we all of a sudden had, you know, Green Goblin again and then Rhino. I mean, people complain that the third one with Tobey Maguire had too many villains in it. At least that was entertaining. The third one, there was, like, way too many things going on in that. And I I, I mean, look, Andrew Garfield had his moments. I think as Spider-Man himself, he was better because he was quick-witted and had the little one-line throwaways. But as Peter Parker, like... I, I I thought Peter Parker was meant to be this geek that everybody hated and that would never get someone like Mary Jane or Gwen. Yet for some reason, Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker was kind of like the chic, cool, hipster dude that got Gwen Stacy way too easily.
4: Yeah, no, that, I I totally agree with you on that. And what's even better about this, like, if, like a bit of movie trivia for you: you have Andrew Garfield. He did no no like there was no cool stunts that he physically did. Then you have Tobey Maguire. If you remember in the first movie, uh, he, when he catches uh, Kirsten Dunst and then he catches the, the tray of mm-hmm. all the food, he practiced that and did that. That was no CGI, no special effects. He actually caught it all.
1: Tobey Maguire is such an underrated. Like, I like Tobey Maguire. So do why he needs to be in more movies. Yeah, it's it's kind of like he hasn't I mean he was what in The Great Gatsby wasn't he? He had like a cameo in Tropic Thunder and I mean he hasn't I mean has he's done much recently. I haven't seen him in anything in a while.
4: Not not really, not really. And it, 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 for me he goes on the list of those actors who need to do more and it, like like Brendan Fraser, he needs to do more uh, movies.
1: You you would I know we're trying to get you involved in this new spin-off project that we're we're hopefully getting out soon. And um one of our co-hosts on that Colin he and I are weirdly obsessed with Brendan Fraser, so we will all of a sudden get in talking about great late '90s, early 2000s Brendan Fraser movies. You know, we'll get talking about like "The Dazzled" and Blast from the Past," and you know, "The Mummy," oh, yeah. of course, and you know, you, I'll you throw in "Dudley George of the Jungle." George of the Jungle. <laughs> I mean, Dudley Durrut's not up there with all of them, but it's still got its moments. But well, it um, does. I don't think I've seen Brendan Fraser in anything since Crash, and he was in a serious role in that. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, no. what, whatever happened to right. Brendan Fraser?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's it. And like, one of my favorite roles that he played was actually in Scrubs.
1: Yeah, I, I, I never watched Scrubs, but I've seen bits and pieces of it. So, um, yeah, Brendan, if you're listening, which I mean, realistically, you're not, but I mean, you could be doing nothing, and you could. This is where you are. Like, oh, I'm Brendan Fraser. I used to be famous, and now you're just chilling. Um, yeah. hit us up. We want to know where you are. <laughs>
4: Well, that's exactly right. You, know, you and Toby
1: Maguire um, need to star in a buddy cop movie.
4: Oh, that would be awesome. You know, that would be that. That would be good. That would be. They need to do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll somehow get that. I I don't <laughs> even know. Um, what else has been happening, Joshua? Um, it's been uh, like six uh, months since you've been on the show, uh, but
4: <laughs> literally, you just got me thinking. Like uh, when you're talking about the rhino in in, in um. Amazing Spider-Man Two, it's, yeah, and like at the end, I saw a funny as video on on YouTube where they cut from the Rhino from Sp- Amazing Spider-Man Two to Jim Carrey piloting that robot rhinoceros from uh, was it Ace Oh yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yep, yep, yep.
4: And it was, and the way they cut it was so funny. It, it, it's it's on my Facebook page, guys. You guys know where it's at. So,
1: wow, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there my was, phone th- just went. <laughs> what was I was What was I reading the other day? And um, this is this is again. If you're listening to this, you you know the brink well enough to know that we talk about a thousand and one things in one segment, and we don't plan any of this. But I was I was reading something the other day, and um, Jim Carrey was in line to play a role in a move. And I'm swear, like I'm pretty certain. And this has to be it because I've like literally watched all four Jurassic Park movies in the last like two days. And I I generally do the whole geek thing where after you've read it, you go on to like IMDb and you read the trivia and you read all this sort of stuff. And I got reading a a history of Jurassic Park website, and Jim Carrey apparently was in line to play Dr. Ian Malcolm. Now, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum owns that role. Like, you don't want to ever oh. have this. Like, like, I've got to confirm this if this is something that I dreamed or something like that. But, like, could you, I mean, look, I dress, oh, I'm, I'm Jim Googling Carrey it now, is right? pretty much my one of my favourite actors of all time. But, yeah, exa- I'm right here, right now. I've found it. Um, but, like, I just, I don't, I mean, Jim Carrey's a great actor, but I don't want Jeff Goldblum not to be in it either. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? I've just
4: typed in, in Google, was Jim Carrey. And you know how it comes up with a list of things. It goes, was Jim Carrey in Deadpool? (laughs) Was Jim Carrey in Supernatural? Wow. And was was
1: Jim Carrey in The Goonies? Here's this one here. So, this is according to therap.com, an article from April the 4th, 2013. Only on the brink do we bring you four-year-old news um, Jim Carrey was considered for a key role in Jurassic Park, according to a new oral history of the dinosaur disaster flick on Entertainment Weekly. At the time, the rubber face comedian was best known for his work playing outrageous characters. Blah 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 blah. Um, he had an audition for the role of Ian Malcolm. Um, yeah, I didn't imagine that. They said here I, There were I, several I, other I people we see, taped for the wanna part. Want to see that footage? Well, it says here they, they, there's, there's a tape of it somewhere. Jim Carrey had come in. He was terrific. But I think we pretty quickly all fell in love with the idea of Jeff. Um, that's that's crazy. That you know, well,
4: there, well there, there's footage of Nicolas Cage in a in a Superman well, costume. There, there's a whole that documentary that was going to be directed. Yeah, yeah, and it was going to be directed by Tim Burton.
1: Well, that was and that thought- was literally like that was being made. That there is actually a documentary on what happened to that film, um, because that was a big thing. But yeah, I've seen those. I've seen that uh the the yeah. footage you're talking about but
4: you know i mean I reckon that that, 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 that all these things that could have been uh immeasurable it's, it's and it just thinks like how would our society be shaped with this pop culture that has just been all right let's let's have anthony daniel's play darth Maul <laughs> or let's Or let's actually get George W. Bush to do A Night with George W. Bush instead of (laughs) uh, our favourite curly head comedian.
1: It's, yeah, there's just, um, you know, there's plenty. There's a bevy of these articles out there of, like, actors who turned down famous roles and all this sort of stuff. But, like, I
4: just... I think Will Smith was up for something, and it was something really... He was up for The
1: Matrix, I believe, and he turned it down for Wild Wild West. Uh, Leonardo Dad. DiCaprio was considered for uh Spider-Man because apparently James Cameron had the rights for Spider-Man for many years and after Titanic basically talked with Leo and said you're going to be you're going to be Peter Parker. Um and that, that what would I was reading really good. Well what I was reading about Spider-Man was like I mean this is this is my knowledge of comic books in terms of the Spider-Man comics. So we're talking about the mm. comparisons between Andrew Garfield and Tom Maguire. So of course in Tom Maguire ones he has the webs come from his wrists, like as in that's part of his anatomy. Whereas, what well, yeah. Andrew Garfield builds the little things out of, whatever, apparently which is the
4: cor- yeah. which is that is the correct. I comic didn't know book.
1: that. I I just assumed that he would automatically have that ability. So apparently, that that bit from Tobey Maguire that was a James Cameron treatment that they kept in from the original James Cameron idea. So,
4: see, my my, my I had this conversation with my client earlier today, and that was the the fact that. Spider-Man, if he had lit- – if it was correct that the, the spider bit him and gave him his uh, well, his powers, yes, the, the crawling, the spidey sense, and the webs. The webs wouldn't come out of his hands. It would be coming out of his ass. <laughs> Can, could you imagine that? There's this is a Spider-Man just flying around. There's <laughs> a, na- a nationally correct – and you know what's funny, though? I never had a Spider-Man toy up until like I, don't know, I was like nine. Mum and Dad bought me a Spider-Man toy for my birthday, and it was from one of these – really, really bleak and obscure universes of Spider-Man where he was anatomic anatomic oh, I can't pronounce the word now. He was proportioned correctly. Yeah. <laughs> he he had he had like the, the top arms and then he had two other arms underneath and he had his legs and he had like a little admin butt sort of thing going on. And <laughs> and I, I opened it and I went, what the heck is this piece of crap? <laughs>
1: Well, I I hate spiders. I hate spiders. So, like, I don't. I just I, I discovered Spider Man is my second favorite superhero. So there you go. Wow. Mm. Who's my first? Who's your Josh? first favorite? Well, gonna, that's, that's the question I'm asking that, you. That,
4: that, that's Superman. I it believe. is Superman. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's Superman.
1: Yeah, well, how good. So? Superman shits all over every other superhero. Eh.
4: <laughs>
1: are you a Batman? No,
4: man, no, you? No, 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 I'm not a Batman person. Like,
1: like oh, Batman's I, number three probably.
4: Batman's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Batman, though, in the in the newer sort of uh, incarnations of him, he he's like, Batman is a, he, he okay, just like just 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 go with me on this. So you got Batman. This is like Batman sounds like this and goes, "I'm Batman, I'm Batman," and he hangs around in dark alleys. <laughs> sounds a little bit like. Want some candy? <laughs> Help me find my puppy.
1: There is. <laughs> There is a funny video, actually, um, uh, a Jimmy Kimmel skit that he did where um, it's basically recreating the scene where um, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne meet in Batman vs Superman at the gala.
0: I've, You've I've, seen, I've it? seen
1: that. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, dude, you're Superman, take off the glasses. Does not everyone know? And then when Ben Affleck holds the phone over his face, just take the photo. And it's like, dude, you're Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
4: See, so, you know what's interesting though, a little bit more geekness from you. The reason why people uh, couldn't distinguish Clark Kent from Superman is because Superman has the, like, he's got this, like, superhuman ability to constrict his muscles and make him look totally different. So his posture, his muscle structure, so, like, going from these, like, big pecs, he was able to constrict them down to shrink, make him look humble, and different muscles in his face. So he actually did look slightly different. To his Superman alter ego.
1: have to say, Superman Returns, Brandon Ruth, you know, Kevin Spacey, underrated movie. That
4: that is one of my favourite superhero movies. Mm -hmm.
1: Kevin Spacey in anything is awesome, but Kevin Spacey is Lex Luthor. I mean, why that movie doesn't get more love, I don't even know.
4: I think a lot of people didn't like it because it was Superman. Well, it was the Superman. It was it was essentially Superman a remake too. of Superman, and the fact that they they, they were able to use Marlon Brando's um, yeah, which I think was pretty cool.
1: But, th- but this but, is the thing, Josh. This is what annoys me with that because I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. But then like, and this is but please, you know me. This is not me shitting on Star Wars because hey, we love Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. episode 7 is Star Wars episode 4. Like I mean why doesn't that get the same treatment as Superman returns?
4: It but it does. It does. It does not ha- like the reason why Star Wars got the all the love is because nostalgia. Mhm. It was big like S- S- Star Wars and the first Superman movie came out relatively around the same time. And Star Wars got more love. Mhm. And that's the sound of nostalgia hit everyone. And that's why that movie did so well. I remember sitting there watching it. I loved it. I, I, I loved Force Awakens. And then a few months later, I'm like, yeah, this is a new hope.
0: <laughs> yes.
4: But I still love it. I still enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars. Uh, and and I, I will say I thoroughly enjoyed Rogue One. And I yeah, I do agree with you. We It wasn't a movie that we needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's is a count. good movie. Yeah, it's a good it, movie, but it's it, a cash cow. It's a good movie, and and it, it is a movie that people like my wife will <laughs> actually sit and watch because none of the main characters are blue and have weird names. <laughs>
5: uh. She
4: has this issue. Like she, okay, Naomi loves the Marvel movies. And when she was pregnant with Alex, we decided, okay, we're going to start. I've never seen any X-Men movies. Let's watch all the X-Men movies. So we watched all the X-Men movies. She goes, oh, what else is there? I said, oh, let me show you. We got Iron Man. We watched Iron Man. <laughs> then we watched Captain America. And she loved that. And, she says, and I'm like, look, Guardians of the Galaxy have just come out. Let's go see that. So we went and see. We went and watched it. And she's just like, I said, what do you reckon? And the first sentence out of her mouth was, why did that? girl have to be green (laughs) like they could have told the same story
1: and she could have been normal racist (laughs) I know. (laughs) she hates green people your wife is a racist against green people
4: I I know and but and at the give her credit where credit's due she liked Deadpool (laughs) and she actually she didn't mind Guardians of the Galaxy except for the girl being green she actually really enjoyed the fact that Groot was
1: Voiced by Vin Diesel. She thought that was fun. I haven't seen it. I've seen is... Iron Man and Deadpool, and like two of the X Men. That's it. I'm a bad comic see... book fan. I'm a DC man. All right, but I haven't even seen Suicide Squad, so I can't even call myself that. <laughs> no,
4: then <laughs> that's an awesome movie, Academy Award-winning movie. movie now,
1: uh, <laughs> let me point out, Josh, we're going to end this segment because uh, we need to. You've got, you've brought someone with you that we need yes. to put in a different segment. So we'll have you on again soon. But in the meantime, thank you. And we need to get to this next person because he's important. So thank you. Of course, definitely. You're important, but this guy's... A- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Right. I
4: get it. I get it. Well he's tapping on the shoulder to get out of his chair. So.
1: I mentioned that we had someone a lot more important coming on the show. I mean, we love Josh. Don't get me wrong. Josh is a good guy. But when this guy becomes available, and Josh helps us get this guy on the show, we kind of have to make way because, for starters, we haven't had him on in quite some time. Secondly, he is a big man. Thirdly, he lifts sheep. Fourthly, he ran a state in America. And fifthly, he always likes to let us know that he'll be back. It is, of course... Arnold Schwarzenegger back on the brink. Oh, I missed hearing that macho man song in the background. Arnie, you're back. Hello. I am here and I am not queer. I am here to talk to Ben. How are you? I, I am so happy. I am over the moon. I haven't heard your voice in so long. And just hearing your voice makes me happy because you are Arnie. So, yes, I am. That's I'm okay,
4: Ben. That's is- it. That is fine. How- and I'm glad to make your day better.
1: Well, you're y- yes, you do. And I mean, how has it been? You you've been everywhere recently. You've been in the news. You've released movies. You were the host of The Apprentice, but you
4: quit that. Uh, I mean, what's it's because it is bullcrap. It- <laughs> there's there's no cookies. There's no bathroom,
1: and I'd rather sit on Graham Norton's couch. Right. So so you or on your lap. <laughs> well, you can sit on my lap anytime. You know that. But so so basically, okay. take us through this. This is almost an exclusive because I don't think you've done an interview since you've released the, the fact that you, you're leaving this celebrity apprentice. So you've said there's too much baggage. There's too much history with the show. Basically, it all comes down to the fact that Donald Trump's ghost is hanging around the boardroom. Is that what you're saying? Donald
4: Trump is a wiener. And I tell you what, I eat wieners for breakfast. And I'm not talking about the Mardi Gras came. I'm talking about the Brasworth. He is a wiener. Uh, the, the baggage, nothing is too heavy for Arnold. Right. Nothing. Nothing is too heavy for Arnold. But... I will say this: He does not eat left sheep; he eats sheep, and I do not like that. Well, I and mean, he, he screwed up the show.
1: He's screwing up the country as well. I mean, like, what else? What else is there to say about Donald? I mean, you're a Republican; he's a Republican, but you're not a fan of the Donald.
4: He's not Republican; he's a publican. <laughs> he owns things; he's not a rip. He doesn't represent of the people. How how angry if he, them, if he if he gets rid of them, the Mexicans, who's going to mow my lawn or clean my tank
1: or have an affair with? Apparently, um, who like you must be so angry because you can't you can't be president because you were born in Austria, so you can't never can happen unless somehow you change the constitution. But I mean, surely you're working you, on that. You, how how much of a better job would you be doing? Would you be building the wall? It- would you be blocking the muslims i'd be lifting the wall not building a wall lifting a wall you wouldn't need to build I, it you would you would build it in a day you just pick up the great wall of china and throw it over to america
4: china owes us big time <laughs> if we weren't here they would not have jackie chan <laughs> that
1: is true um, what what else has been happening arnie i mean your snapchat's doing well you like to always post your one-liners on there um you know that's right yeah
4: it's uh, visiting people, blowing stuff up in my tank. Yep, uh, heaps of stuff. Right, heaps of stuff. Doing stuff for charity. I I I did this thing not long ago when the Terminator movie came out, where I walked down Hollywood Boulevard
1: mm-hmm. as the Terminator. That was funny. I saw and, that. Yes, yes. yes uh, that was pretty shit movie, Arnie. Terminator Genesis. What happened there? It's it's obsolete, not old. <laughs> it's why did why did you make it? It was kind of shit. I was broke. <laughs> <laughs> really. All the, all the money you had to yes. pay out your ex-wife because you kind of cheated on her, so...
4: Yeah, well, that happens, right? <laughs> <laughs> that happens. <laughs>
1: accidentally fell into her a few times. Yes. Um, yes. So, are you going to be making another Terminator or are you done now, Since as, as that was made? can you CGI. <laughs> they did in the fourth one with I, you. I'm,
4: go- <laughs> I'm going to do another kindergarten cop.
1: Right. Well, they're doing another Twins, aren't they? Aren't you teaming up with Danny DeVito or something for another Twins? I- that would be awesome. Another Expendable. Another Expendables as well.
4: Uh, that's just a bill payer, Those movies. <laughs>
1: that's, that's not even they. They just it's a, that's just a reality show for you guys. That, I mean, they they claim it's a movie, but I mean, that's just you and Sylvester hanging out and just chilling.
4: I'm doing a true. Uh, I've just done a, a movie about being in you know, a true story of this person who wanted to find the air traffic controller and kill him. Right. Because he. Because he killed my family
1: Right Sounds like every movie You've done ever
4: It's, it's called Tuesday Because <laughs> that's what I do on Tuesdays
1: Speaking of days I actually watched The Sixth Day uh, I haven't seen that In a while And I watched it A week ago And uh, one of your One of your good ones uh, My favourite line From that movie Which I'm wondering You probably won't Want to say it Because you've grown up You don't swear anymore But of course In the movie Where you're like Maybe you should Go clone yourself So you can go Fuck yourself uh, It's one of my Favourite lines too Yes but you wouldn't say that for us now, would you?
4: You can go clone yourself. So you can go beep yourself.
1: Oh, look, you're coming with an inbuilt sensor now, Arnie. Like, this is just, you know. You're coming to Australia soon, of course, for the uh, the Arnold Classic that you come every year. Uh, you, you're at the Grand Prix twice the last couple of years. You, you went on the podium the other year and interviewed the drivers. Uh, you're going to see anything else in Melbourne this time around? You're going to go see a footy match at all?
4: I'm I'm going to go to uh, a town called Mm Gorbun because there is a big sheep. Big sheep in Gorbun. You want to lift it? I'm going to lift it. Set the world record for the largest sheep lifted by Arnold Schwarzenegger's
1: bicep. How is that going, the sheep lifting? I mean, you used to tell our listeners all the time to lift lift the sheep and, um, you know, you used to tell me that I would lose my boobies and my gut. Um, So uh, is that that what I'm doing wrong? I'm not lifting enough sheep?
4: No, you need to be lifting with two arms. Twice a day mm-hmm. for 20 minutes. Right, okay. If you want to lose a belly, you need to do crunches with the sheep on your face. On
1: my face? That's very specific.
4: On your face, so it goes, bah, bah, black sheep, that's what you want.
1: Right, okay, got it. Um, anything else you want to add, Arnie? I mean, gosh, there's just so much we could talk about, but I don't know what else you want to talk about.
4: You can save it for another time. And <laughs> we have me... And and Donald on the show, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that would be a debate. We'll call it the master debate of the century. <laughs> that would
1: that would be, yeah. I I don't even know how that would go, but hey, we'll we'll do that for sure. Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's a pleasure. And as always, I'm guessing we'll end this by saying that you will be. I'll be back, Ben. One of my favourite segments that I bring you each episode on The Brink is a throwback into memory lane of hearing a classic live performance, countless live performances on The Brink's history across the 11 years that we were on air. And uh, one such performance back in 2010, good friend of ours from the show, Melbourne singer-songwriter, well, based in Melbourne, originally from Tasmania, Joel Stibbard, came on the show heaps of times and performed for us a lot of times one of the best songs that i think we ever had on the show performed was a song called pigeons are the best headbangers i don't even need to explain to you what it's about you heard it in the title so let's listen to 2010 live performance by joel steward pigeons are the best headbangers
0: love to paddle upstream and parrots have those colourful wings they shine for you Murray magpies walk up to say hello and kookaburras laugh all the way to the bank
5: but pigeons are Ooh, pigeons are the best headbangers. Woohoo. Pigeons are the best. Headbangers. Ah, headbangers.
0: sit on a crest before they swoop down and seagulls they just steal all of your chips the albatross can eat a fish oh still the kookaburra laughs all the way to the bank
5: but pigeons are the Mm -hmm. Banger
1: Of the brink coming your way means another week of getting this little shit on the show. It's Dakota Leary. Dakota, welcome back to the brink.
6: Um, hey then. good introduction. Thank you. That's great. It's yeah. pretty pretty nice
1: of me, isn't it? The first time I've actually been able to introduce you as a little shit.
6: Yeah, oh dude, aren't you so happy? Um, you know, I have my moments. But <laughs> you you've been waiting to say that for like <laughs> since I was fifteen. Like, well, you still are. Well, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know what, what's been happening this well, last two weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. We've been away for a bit. Yeah, it's, but, it's um, been
6: a bit. Yeah. yeah so, so, uh, what, what's been doing? Just, just working. Like mm-hmm. I haven't been doing anything. Um, took a trip to Azerbaijan. Oh yeah. Shits and, gi- shits and gigs. Like cool. Nice place. Yeah. What did you do
1: there? What, what's there to do in Azerbaijan in, in February?
6: I just hang out for a bit. Just. Mm-hmm walking around the place um met some people can't speak their language so that was a bit difficult <laughs> what um,
1: language do they speak in azerbaijan dakota
6: i i think it's like i don't know arabian or something like
1: that. <laughs> not azerbaijani or anything like it, that
6: it's i don't i don't know if that's a language you know? me neither it could be yeah i think it's like i think it's like a mix of like 'Cause it's in the Middle East and it's like I think it's like a mix of like Arabian and Persian. I don't know. Is it
1: in the Middle East? It's kind of more in the uh yeah, look, the Eastern Europe side of things.
6: Ask a geologist.
1: A okay? geologist? So somebody who deals with I rocks. Do you mean a geographer? Oh well,
6: uh, what are they called? Yeah, those ones. <laughs>
1: oh. I don't know if a geologist knows much about geography. I mean they could. They could be a multitasking geologist. It's
6: but- it's been a long day. it's, <laughs> it's let, me, let me be jet lag. Yeah,
1: from Azerbaijan. Uh, yeah, catches yeah. up.
6: Man, I just just came back this morning. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so did, did you did you did you see the Oscars at all this week? Perhaps.
6: Um, I didn't, but I know that like they messed it
1: up. They did. They did. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Like at work? I mean, you, you serve coffee, so like, do you yell out like, "I've got a latte here"? Lol, joke. It's actually a cappuccino. All the time. All the time.
6: Literally all the time.
1: (laughs) And does Jimmy Kimmel come and stand next to you and yell at you?
6: No, he does not. But the customers are like, why the fuck did you say it was a latte when it's a cappuccino, you (laughs) asshole?" Like... Wow. And I'm like, dude, sorry, like, calm down. Like, you got your coffee, go away and drink it and leave me alone.
1: Your customers sound very abusive.
0: Ah...
6: No, they're
1: right. I, uh, I, I assume they would be like hipsters getting their coffee at that place.
6: Um, no, they're all um, bank executives and stuff. So. Bank executives, right? Bank executives, because we're in the my state building. So,
1: right, okay. So, do you get like free money? Are they like, hey, cool, thanks. Here's a loan, have it for free.
6: Free money would be nice.
1: It would be, wouldn't it?
6: Yeah, yeah. But I don't get free money.
1: You don't get free money. Uh,
6: no nah, man it's no free money
1: you have to work for your money you work hard for your money
6: yep, yep. like Dolly Parton said just working 9 to 5 I can't remember the song it's yeah <laughs> I had the song in my head and as soon as I mentioned the song <laughs> it just completely disappeared from my head I think you
1: just had Dolly Parton in your uh, head you're like oh Dolly Parton's Dolly Parton. there hello Dolly what's up oh
6: yeah she's here now Is She's she in here? my room oh cool
1: so yeah. you've been to Azerbaijan didn't watch the yep. Oscars and somehow Dolly yep. Parton ended up in your room Cool. I mean, problem that, with that? Uh, none at all. I just I didn't realize Good. that Dolly Parton likes Chigwell. I mean, you know,
6: <laughs> mate. Like, hey, don't uh, it's my address. Like, don't come to it's, it's your address. Don't come to Chigwell, everyone. I mean, oh, your address, uh,
1: right? I was about to say, saying like, oh, well, Dolly's giving you some of her clothes, eh? I mean, I did just say geez. the suburb, Dakota. I mean, it's it's not like yeah, you know, both our listeners I mean, are going to door knock every house in Chigwell uh-huh. and be like, Dakota, Dakota, Dakota. I mean, they might. Well, I mean, look, if they are after 15-year-old boys, good on them, but, you know...
6: I have fans. You, right. Do you? I have a lot of fans.
1: Did you buy it from Kmart? Like, because it's a bit hot, so you need to cool yourself down.
6: Ever since I became, like, Young Citizen of the Year, and I've been <laughs> flocking to my door. After you destroyed the council? Again, can we not point that And out? then, well... Ever since I became, like, Young Citizen of the Year, there's been, like, total anarchy in off Like, people are getting in fights. There were people getting stabbed in the bus mall the other day, I know.
1: Why aren't you fixing this? You are the Young Citizen of this municipality. You've destroyed the council. We've got no government. Now you're letting kids stab each other in the mall. Do your job.
6: I'm not letting... What am I meant to
1: do? I don't know. You're the Young Citizen of the Year. Be a Young Citizen and say, no, don't stab people.
6: (laughs) I was like, stop. I'm Young Citizen of the Year. And they were like... You what, mate? And stab me? Like,
1: but then they go to jail because they stab. I mean, you're basically the mayor now because, jeez, like, you're the only person in really Glenorchy with a title now. You haven't been suspended for six months.
6: Uh, that's actually, I actually am. <laughs> well, fix that's it. Actually Don't true. let people get My stabbed. God.
1: No, bad young citizen um, of the year.
6: Uh, so. I'm basically
1: going to claim that I'm the most important person in Glenochy right now. Well, you know, I sort of am <laughs> in oh, but hey. what is
6: what is the world come to? <laughs> I I just I, it's it's
1: it's kind of funny. I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. People getting stabbed is not funny. But like when you read the story, and it's like there was a fight in the Glenochy bus mold, Two people were stabbed. It's like how is that news? In other news, the sky is blue. The ground is walking on. Like I mean. <laughs> You know, the yeah, Brink yeah. still isn't funny. I mean, it's just it's just standard news.
6: <laughs> That's true, yeah. But, like, in all seriousness, like, uh, Glenorchy's actually a pretty safe place. But, like, just, like, because most of the um, fights and stuff that happen there are between, like, people that know each other. So as long as you don't, like, know people.
1: But it's, it's Tasmania. It's, it's Glenorchy. Everyone knows everyone. What's that, Robbo? Um, yeah, I know Jenny. Yeah, she knows Frank.
6: Then stay up Glenorchy then.
1: I love your 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 cat's a few moments ago. Glenorchy, it's a pretty safe place to be. Like that that's the new motto. It's like Glenorchy, it's a pretty safe place to be.
6: <laughs> no stabbing <laughs>
1: since Tuesday. <laughs>
6: yeah. That should be the motto. Like, oh it's pretty safe, but like you could get stabbed. Like if like, that
1: happened if that happened in like Sandy Bay, like shit's going down. All right. I mean, yeah. it
6: probably has happened in Zendibay. Like. Well,
1: I'm sure at least one person got stabbed over, you know, not getting a million-dollar cheque cashed in time. I mean, like, that's it's
6: fine. Do like, uh, you know what makes me angry, Ben? <laughs> what makes you angry, Dakota? Uh, when, like, because, like, you know, when people, like, there's a violent thing in a place and mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, this place is unsafe. Like, <laughs> every place is unsafe if, like, you know, like, there's always, wherever you go, there's going to be people who are, like, Want to cause fights and stuff. Like everywhere. You think
1: everywhere you go, there's the danger. So Antarctica, people want to start fights.
6: Yes. I'm sure they have their own domestic disputes, like... (laughs) In Antarctica? Like What, the penguins and the whales whales disagree with the snow? No, the people there. (laughs) Because there's people there. Like for six months and then they go home. Yeah, but I'm sure they have fights. What about in space... (laughs) <laughs> i'm sure on the international space station people have their little arguments
1: <laughs> so the international space station is the Glenorchy of space
6: well i mean it's the everything of space because <laughs> it's What's like, like everything there's nothing of else space? In is space? that
1: really the everything of space so like saturn is not yeah. space because the international space station is in space
6: like with people there <laughs> there's no people in saturn is there
1: oh you don't know have you been to saturn
6: <laughs> well, no.
1: But that's not the point. Well, there you go. Next time, instead has a to Azerbaijan, Go to Saturn. Uh,
6: yeah. Okay. All right. I'll it's do beautiful that. Beautiful this, this week, time of year. I'll re- I'll report back f- from Saturn. Good.
1: I don't know if you'll be able to breathe or anything, but you know.
6: Well, look. I'll do my best.
1: I mean, all you can do is try.
6: Yeah. Exactly.
1: That's a bit, that's the motto at the end of the day. Just try, try your best. Um, uh, go
6: to Saturn. Try your best.
1: So, have a good life. Um, cool. Uh, what else has been happening? You've <laughs> <We've> got <laughs> dogs barking in the background. Maybe there is somebody about to knock at your door. Can you
6: hear those? My God.
1: I have very um, good e- e- hearing.
6: Yeah. Um,
1: I, was say, I have very good
6: They can hear me talking through my bedroom window and into the next door, so they're barking at me talking to you. So. Right. Um, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Other than dogs barking, nothing much has happened. Nothing much? You're a pretty exciting person. Caught this, a
1: bus. This, this is why we haven't yeah. been on for two weeks. Cause you haven't been doing anything. You caught a bus. Wow. Yeah, this, this is what this, this show has turned into. It's like, <laughs> what did you do today? Caught a bus. <laughs> Wicked. Um. What else did you do? Um, looked at the, the dog at the back barking at
6: me? I didn't look at it. It just barked at me.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. cool um, yep so um, anything else to add <laughs> I think we need to end um, this <laughs> you didn't oh. watch the Oscars that was our talking point point. Well, and just like, oh, you just oh yeah I heard yeah I knew it
6: was on just didn't, it was on yeah watch it. cool
1: have yeah. you seen any of the like have you seen La La Land have you seen Moonlight have you seen Manchester by the Sea
6: no I haven't <laughs> wicked I'm an uncultured swine
1: <laughs> cool alright yeah, this interview's going great. Um.
6: This, I didn't know this was an interview. I thought uh, this
1: is a yeah. conversation. It's... Yeah, <laughs> oh, haven't hit record yet. Better start now. He's Dakota, little kid <laughs> on the radio. Uh, <laughs>
6: um, I don't know. Played some video games.
1: Quarter <laughs> um, bars. Ate some potato. Quarter uh,
6: bars. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't had any potato gems since oh, last time we spoke. Let me down. I know it makes me sad too. You know what makes um, me
1: angry is when Dakota doesn't eat uh, potato gems.
6: I'll cook some tonight for tea <laughs> and then I'll report back my findings.
1: That's a new weekly segment. This week in Potato Gems. <laughs> potato
6: Gems with Dakota. That's a spin-off um,
1: podcast. This week on Potato Gems with podcast uh, with podcast with Dakota
6: <laughs> we talk um, about why yeah, potato gems good. are better than biscuit gems. Um I don't think biscuit gems are a thing. I they so could be. yes they are in Azerbaijan. On Saturn? Um, no, I, I haven't been to Saturn, but Azerbaijan, they don't exist. They might on Saturn. I'll let you know when I go there. Cool.
1: Awesome. Yeah, man. Yep. It'll be great. Well, um, this has this been... This has gone well. This has this yeah. been great. Best one so far. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I
6: need just, to do some more interesting stuff next time.
1: I think maybe next week we should plan something. <laughs>
6: yeah. I'll just I'll quit my job and then just go out and... Do interesting catch, stuff. Catch, hang just on a minute. Just catch more
1: than one bus, catch two buses.
6: Hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh,
1: dude. Shit just got real. Yes.
6: Yeah, I'll do it. All right. I'll catch one to Huonville and report my findings.
1: No, that's a bit too far. Like, you know, I mean, no one, nobody willingly wants
6: to go to Huonville, so. That's true. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Hello to... Uh, but I'll, I'll do it for the brink. I'll do it for the brink. And I'll go to Huonville. Okay. And I'll, you know... Get in a fight or something, I
1: don't know. <laughs> Stab some people in the Huonville bus yeah. mall. They don't have a bus yeah. mall. They don't know what a mall is. What's a mall? Isn't that that guy who lives <laughs> down the road? Hello to uh, both <laughs> residents of Hewanville if you're tuning in today. Uh, how
5: the does mall. this
6: segment
1: turn into, let's just shit all over every place of Tasmania? <laughs>
6: the, the mall in Huonville is Gaz's house who sells <laughs> weed.
1: <laughs> it's just made of weed. People just smoke the yeah. house. Yeah, I'm just going to smoke the doorknob tonight. Yeah.
6: Where you, where you going, Dave-O? Oh, I'm going to Gazas for some...
1: <laughs> anyway, Dakota, it's always been fun, and uh, thank you for being a little shit.
6: Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: Moving into our next segment, and that, of course, is... back we're going back to the beautiful year that was 2009 now you already heard a brand spanking new segment from mr arnold schwarzenegger of course earlier in this episode we're going to bring you some classic arnie now 2009 back when he used to come in the studio chill with josh and myself doesn't really need much more of an introduction than that so let's go into that time machine back to 2009 and hear from this First time in 2009, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who Hello, uh, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm angry. Should be the question. I can tell. Your assistant is, is a body that's, body beer That's, that's Janine. She's new. You have to excuse her. Uh, Arnold, how has 2009 been for you? Been good. What's what's been happening in the world of the Governor? I've been
2: resting on the beach. The beach. In Sydney. Oh yes, I went to Manly. Yes. What about? Well, that? I was Manly and showed off my God. That would be your favourite beach, wouldn't it? Yes. What about the Bondi? I don't like the Ponda. Why not? Because it sounds like
1: Bindi, <laughs> which reminds me of Bindi Irwin. And we don't
2: like. She her. looks like
3: Gollum. Yes.
2: Yeah,
1: I've never really made that. I always thought she looked like that, um, uh, Nobby from uh, Harry Potter. You know, Harry
2: Potter. She's she,
1: Gollum. Yeah. All right. Um. Now we were talking a little bit before about um sort of old wives' tales, lies that our parents told us to um I don't know keep us safe. Uh, anything your mum told you when you were younger? She, she told
2: me, me I was an only child. Yes. But Danny DeVito was my brother. I
5: heard We were about twins. That. I
1: mean, growing up in Austria must have been a bit, you know, different. What sort of tales do
2: Austrians tell their kids? We get told not to go to Germany. Yes, that would be the first obvious thing to happen. Because if you have a big nose, you're dead. I...
1: <laughs> yes, Arnold. Um, Josh, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> um, no, me neither. Um, Arnold, also, we were talking about going swimming and doing wheeze in the water. Do it because it makes you manly. Yes, exactly. It oh. strengthens your
2: bladder because the water, the pressure, and it makes you squishy.
1: It does. Now, also, we were talking earlier about uh, 80s movies, which just
2: seems
1: <laughs> You're in a lot of 80s movies. Um, your boobs were prominently featured in several of those.
2: Terminator. They Terminator were... <laughs> 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which was released in the 90s, actually. You be
2: quiet! You don't to be my business!
1: Um, I was thinking of uh, Total Recall. Um, yeah, classic yes. movies.
2: Do you know there was no boobies in the turn of the Jedi? I, except I Jabba the Hutt. They want not boobies. They were, boobies. Th- they were <laughs> flappy man boobs. Which is still boobs
1: in my book. No. Carrie, Carrie, fishers were very much... They weren't there. They were almost there. They were tissue. I would love to see you in a Star Wars movie, Arnold. I would be... Darth Vader would be... No, you will be quiet. <laughs> yes. I would be, I would be, I would be Darth Julius. Darth Julius. <laughs> and I would be like, look... I am your uncle! Before you go, can you please give us one good. Get out!
5: Get out! It was, get out of my head!
1: I want to see people running on the barbecue run. On the barbecue run? Where you have a kilometer of barbecues and you run while they're on. Why? What does that specifically entail? Build your muscles! Why would it build your muscles? It because it's, your feet? The, it's the burn! The, but it would. Feel the burn! But it would burn your feet! You'll be quiet. I, I'm just adding simple logic to the fact, You'll be quiet. Damir Dokic opening up a tennis centre. He's a bad man. What do you think about that? I open one up next to his, and so I take his business. <laughs> what
2: would you call it? Anis Bolomorium tennis centre and extraordinaire. And what do you know about tennis, Arnold? To yell at them to make them go harder. I
1: think that they would need to grunt. So they'd go... Ugh! Uh, That's weird. You grunt like this. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> sorry for people using headphones this morning. Uh, um, why, why do you think you can teach tennis as opposed to me, Dom? Because I am Arnie. True. And true. the governor. What other clinics would you like to open? I'd like to open the... Mia Sheep Center. <laughs> what would you do there? I would teach the lammies to be heavyweights. Fair enough. Um, Barack Obama got sworn in this week. He a good man. You're you happy about that? He good. He good, buddy. Yes? We play poker. Yeah, that's good. And uh, the Academy Award nominations got released. Swanning you again were uh, left off the list. Don't remind me. What about Danny DeVito? How's he? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just randomly showing, shoving shoving um, topics at you. Arnold And it's hurting me Josh, want you, to cry Josh do you have anything to add? No No I no. don't I never do Arnold do you have something to say to Josh Because he just doesn't seem to like you I do like him I really You do yeah,
5: not Arnold. like me <laughs>
1: Why don't you like Arnold Josh? I love him Arnold why do you think he doesn't like because you? Because
2: he's envious of my rippling bicep nipple area They're very hypnotising this week Did you use something different? Olive oil. Olive <laughs> oil. Watch the olive oil
1: move. <laughs> it looks very um, hypnotisingly attractive. Okay, now, Will, um, you're in you're awe of Arnold at the moment, aren't you?
2: It, it is pretty amazing to have him here in the studio. It yeah.
1: is. A lot of people don't believe that he's, you know, ever comes in. They think it's just one of us doing an impersonation, but he's here, isn't he? Yeah, it? oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. He's yeah. a big rippling yeah. man going to kill you. <laughs> now, I'm Arnold, do you want to challenge Will to a rock, paper, scissors? I approach? challenge him to the death. Okay, well, I'm going to watch <laughs> this. I'm going to be referencing slash, you know, now that I'm a, you know, played and a beaten number 47 in the world, I've got mm-hmm. to be confident. Right. Yeah. Um, now, are we going to see any sledging involved here? Are you going to give us a rock, paper, scissors sledge? Oh, look, if, if you want me to, I'm happy to, but... You
2: uh... can try,
1: mate. I,
4: I reckon, I honestly think that Arnie's got the upper hand here. Mainly because he's taller. No, I don't think really? so.
2: Right? Okay. Well, you know, I mean, the thing about rock, paper, scissors is that it bridges all the age and gender gaps. So. Exactly. Ooh. So an eight-year-old
1: girl could beat a seventy-year-old man. Oh yeah, totally. I doubt this. Okay,
4: but anyway. Okay,
2: One,
1: Arnold. Arnold, are you ready? Yes, I am. Will, are you ready? Oh yes, I'm ready to go. Now, um, I'll go right away if you like. I'll try and explain this. That's okay. What I see. You happy to play a two prime shoot, Arnold? Or
4: yes,
2: we'll
1: do two prime.
2: Okay. Two prime. Two prime. Two prime. That is my new verb. Two prime. Good. Great. Okay. Right. Yes,
1: you're right. You can go. You can go. I'll try and explain this to the listeners. Okay. Now, oh, it's paper, paper. Oh, right. Oh, we were going again. We got oh scissors, scissors. Oh, this is very close here. What's going on? Oh, oh it's a paper. We'll win. Sorry, Arnie.
2: You that's got You one. have to go back. You have to go <laughs> back to
1: the Terminator house. That's one. We're oh, going to go again. All right. We We've got the right, fist go clenched.
2: Best two out of three. Okay. What, what are you going to throw me this time, Arnie? Fast I throw you a basket of
1: oranges if you're you not know, careful. Oh, the sledges it. are coming.
2: Right, all right. Here we go. Ready? Fists are
1: pumped. They go out right there. We've got a paper oh, and a rock. Oh. Arnie takes one for the
5: team. Nice.
1: Austria nice. won. Australia won. The decider. Mm-hmm. Will versus Arnie. What's going to happen here? I want to see scissors. <laughs> Fists are clenched. Oh, the sledging's coming. Here we go. Oh, oh scissors against scissors. What are we going to see here? Pump, pump, pump. And, oh. oh, it's a victory to Arnold. Will is on, not on fire no, today. No, I'm not on fire. I'm not good under pressure. I told you I win. Now <laughs> you will die. Yes. In well. the pit of death. Good memories. Good memories. Love it. Love Arnie. We need more of him. And hopefully, hopefully he will become more of a regular staple on this show again. <laughs> we bring people back because that's what we do, and one of those people that we bring back to you, because I'm trying to rhyme and it doesn't really work, uh, it's Paul Luttrell. Paul, welcome back to The Brink. Yeah, good to be here. It's it's good to be back after a few weeks off, but uh, that generally means that we have more to talk about, apparently, uh, particularly when it comes to certain presidents of the United States. There's only one of them, but um, he's always in the news. Um he hasn't really done much in the last couple of weeks, though, has he? I mean, it's kind of like we go away and he actually doesn't do anything for once.
3: Yeah, he's, uh, he hasn't done anything that's really, um, I don't know, big and controversial. I think he's still doing the little things and people are still annoyed with him, but there's nothing that's been kind of like headlined and everyone's losing their minds about. He's
1: he's given a speech, his first speech to Congress, which, uh, from what I saw for the most part, people are saying he finally looks presidential. <laughs> um, yeah. Which I mean, you know, sometimes it takes a month, I guess, to get in there. But uh, I mean, did you watch the speech? Did you see it? Did you feel he was presidential?
3: I saw some clips, and I thought, um, I, I guess that there weren't any real crazy moments, but. They've been saying that for the last two years. Everything he does, something vaguely um, sane, people saying, oh, it's, it's it's a turning point, and then he goes on and, you know, bans Muslims from entering the country or whatever. And uh, I think we have also, because it's been a while now since we've talked, and there was the other press conference that he had, mm-hmm. the address to con- Congress, but the one where he basically just ripped into the media... Yeah. Calling them fake news, and yeah. everyone thought this is an hour and seventeen minutes of brain farting, <laughs> basically.
1: To which he then but, basically banned half the world's media from actually showing up to White House press calls.
3: Yeah, we should be really, really, really disturbing for anyone. That's that's like rule number one in the tyrant playbook: <laughs> discredit dissenters, basically if you're the only person that's that's basically that anyone can look to for the truth i'm doing uh the quotation marks here in that the truth <laughs> then obviously no one's going to criticize you you can't be called out for any of your shit and no one's no one can really um take you away from power
1: well so, i i strangely think it's good news for people like us because we probably could get accreditation to get into the white house now mm.
3: Yeah, definitely. We just need to uh, maybe get I don't know a swastika put on our arm or something tattooed on there, and we're in.
1: I think so. I think so. I mean, it's 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 interesting. I mean, it's you know, I don't want to claim that you and I right now are part of the media because this is a podcast that no one's listening to, but um, yeah. you and I have experience in the media and I guess it's... I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. You're right. I mean, you, you silence the press, You sil- even if you're silencing bits and pieces of it. I mean, New York Times has basically come out and, you know, I think they've put an ad out, I saw, first time in about uh, however many years they've put a television commercial out, uh, you know, talking about this and just... I mean, it, it's crazy to think that... He's basically stopping these people showing it because he's talking about fake news. I I don't know if you watch uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, and he's basically going on about this and talking about how Trump gets his facts and his news because he basically just watches Fox News religiously. And, I mean, this is a guy who's saying everything's fake news when he relies on one source, essentially.
3: Yeah, or he basically... He actually goes to things that are actually fake news... And their gospel to him. I mean, that, that was, he's the guy, the Alex, um, uh, the guy that does the Info Wars.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That
3: yeah. guy. And also, like, obviously, he's got Steve Bannon as mm. his, uh, one of his chief of staff or whatever, or his strategic, I don't know what his position actually is, but he's a Breitbart guy who basically is just the alt right media mogul. Um, so yeah, these people are renowned for not really fact checking at all and kind of just going with whatever they their impulses are. Um, it's oh, it's it's just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's
1: it's crazy to think. And and again, this is, you know, we had the the Oscars during the week. Obviously, have a bit of a mistake in the best picture. But a lot of people were saying, like, don't we wish that had happened after the election? Yeah. Like sorry, <laughs> call the wrong name out. It's actually Hillary. Um, I mean, it yeah. just—it just doesn't. I don't know. This. I mean, this is crazy. Two Australians talking about this, but I mean, it affects the world, and it's—it still doesn't seem, like you just you watch him on TV and you see these things, and it just doesn't seem like you just you're just expecting this to be at some point over. Like it's. I mean, it's been what a month and a bit. It feels like it's already been three years.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It feels like it's just like he's just a child and here we are we we've had, we're marking around at the moment and it's time for just the adults to come in any moment and just put a stop to it but it's kind of like well he's the most powerful man in the free world now it's no one can put a stop to it it's oh it's it's
1: ridiculous it's 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 all kinds of crazy and it's it's just it's I mean, we not that you'd ever want some sort of big disaster to happen, but I mean if something like that happens, and he has to be really like i mean you know we've talked about Bush before, and i think I yeah. think Bush holds the record for the highest approval rating as of any president and the lowest approval rating of any president. Yeah. And it was the highest after 9-11 because everybody was like, he handled that well. Good on you, George. Yeah. You know, or, you that, or
3: just say, oh, we've just got to be get behind our president no matter what. Exactly.
1: Or, yeah. I mean, again, don't want that to happen. Never want that to happen. But if something like that happens right now, I, I, I don't know how Trump... I mean, what's he going to do? <laughs> how does he handle that?
3: Yeah. I think the scariest thing, though, is that he would fall to pieces in an instant, but he would never be, he would divert the blame onto someone else mm. somehow. He's never, ever going to be, unless he's impeached or whatever, but then it falls to Mike Pence. But I feel that somehow he's going to avoid taking or shouldering the responsibility or ever really being called to account for it. No matter how bad he messes up, he's going to always divert the blame onto someone else.
1: And it's so fascinating how people in Australia complain about our system, the fact that, you know, we go through prime ministers like underwear. Yet, I mean, when I was in America and I tried to explain this to them, they loved it. They were like, gee, I wish we could do that because, I mean, even right now, Turnbull had a bad week. Oh, he could be, you know, look at Abbott, he's coming back and all this sort of stuff. So there's every chance we're going to have another prime minister in six months. Probably will happen. Who, you know, we're used to it. But, I mean, again, if it happens at that point, America is just at that point looking at Australia going, wow, we're jealous of them.
3: Yeah. But I think in that way, it's that's kind of a distraction away from policies because people kind of get, oh, I don't like Turnbull, but... You just, if you put Matt, uh, Abbott in there, they're still you know it's still the Liberal Party. they have still got the same policies basically. Then nothing's really going to change. It's just you put a different face on the same shit. Uh, well, um, this
1: is this is why. And again, I'm not I'm not standing here or sitting here defending any form of policies by people like Trump, by people like Pauline Hanson, all that sort of stuff. That's a whole other debate. But I mean, this is essentially why these people are getting up because people are sick of politicians and and the parties. Because I mean, at the end of the day. How can you differentiate that much between Labor and Liberal? It's not like it was thirty, forty years ago. I mean, it really also in social media age and and the the age we live in. It's a lot of it is about personality as well. I mean, think back ten years ago when Kevin Rudd gets into power, how he brought everything that he brought in to that with you know kevin07 and just everything along those lines yeah people were drawn to that people were drawn to someone like obama with everything along those lines i mean it's it's almost a way of distracting them from what they're actually standing for but they still kind of like the people and again i know it's not a, a popularity contest to most bits because you've got to kind of elect these people on the basis that they're going to do well for your state your country whatever you're voting them in for but at the end of the day with our short attention spans we're turning to people like Pauline Hanson and Donald Trump because they're saying things that are controversial, but they're saying things that sadly parts of our population agree with, and they're finally getting a voice.
3: Yeah, completely agree with that. Um, I think that the Republicans in America are far better at exploiting that as well than the Democrats, and that's why Trump got into power, because they're basically they're able to gather up all of these uh, things that aren't really that important, but... That certain people of the population feel really strongly about. Um, I don't know. They're able to really just get all the all the bigots and everything on board by having policies that really. I, I can't see many of the Republican um, members of the or the GOP or whatever really uh, caring that much about a lot of their social policies, but it's, it gets more people on board. Um, and. Yeah, I think that – in Australia as well, like the Pauline Hanson – the thing that strikes me is people going from um, the Labor Party to then supporting One Nation. That seems like you've kind of – you've made a big leap there. You've jumped across two different parties really to, mm. to get – that's –
0: but yeah, it's, people,
3: it's, it's, people it's are interesting. attracted to people that say controversial things, I guess.
1: And I mean, I guess also talking about the media, I mean, you know, like we don't want to blame the media entirely, but again, just sometimes it's a simple case of surely not letting these people have a voice. I mean, if Trump... Didn't say, like. I mean, Trump comes out and says, "Yeah, let's build a wall." Just don't broadcast it. Like, oh, that's just Trump, Loopy Trump over there in his corner.
3: You know, yeah, like it kind of clashes with their uh, their ideology, though, isn't it? Because if you're you've got a free press, then the, the in order to survive, they need to be entertaining and make money. So they need to put these things that are going to sell papers out there. But then they also give voice to.
1: Yes Well I mean There could be good news On the horizon We think it's going to be Kanye West versus Donald Trump In 2020 But it could be Oprah versus uh, Donald Trump I I think she's put her hand up Slightly Um, I mean How how would an Oprah Well I mean Everyone loves Oprah right I mean who doesn't like Oprah
3: Yeah Oprah would be great I think that if you're going to If you're going to have A celebrity on one side You might as well Battle it out With another (laughs) celebrity And at least Oprah Would have a, a much more Grounded kind of Uh I don't know, policy base, I She'd guess. give free yeah.
1: shit away. She'd be up there like, I'm your yeah. president. You're getting a car. You're getting a car. Everyone in America is getting a car. Yeah,
3: except let's hope those cars are, you're getting healthcare, <laughs> you're getting universal education. You're, you're getting, getting a job. Yeah. Cool I mean, it's,
1: just, it's interesting. I mean, I, I love how people complain about, like, celebrities running but i mean it's not i mean celebrities are people too celebrities can have political opinions and some celebrities i'm sure are probably going to be very good at doing what they do i mean just because you're an actor i mean how many lawyers do we have as politicians and how many you know all these other professions and they don't necessarily do the best thing i mean what qualifications for a politician really doesn't mean you can't not be a celebrity beforehand
3: yeah I think it's more just well people look at celebrities as being people who are quite self involved obviously they're they've got into a profession that has a uh i don't know a reputation of being quite a self obsessed kind of culture. Um, whereas people who are lawyers and whatever might be seen as, I don't know, people that are a little bit more altruistic probably have a general understanding of government and how laws and, and legislation works. Um, but look, at like Ronald Reagan, he's yeah. the, the poster boy for the Re- Republican Party, um, tr- trickle down economics and everything, and he's he was an actor. Come on.
1: And I mean, look. I don't know too much about Californian politics, Paul, but I'm sure. I mean, Schwarzenegger isn't exactly wasn't really considered much of a Trump, was he? I mean, he did all right.
3: Yeah, well, he was still. He was a Republican, I guess, but he didn't really do anything to. Uh, California well, not still run. exists.
1: There's no yeah. wall. <laughs> well, he
3: was, well, he was elected in California, so to have a, a Republican governor in California is a pretty big deal. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So well, there you go. I mean, look, Oprah might not be a bad thing. Uh, who knows? We'll see how it plays out. Uh, before we let you go, uh, anything else happening that you want to mention or talk or just whatever? Oh, I
3: just I just remember the, the thing I saw with George Bush as well and how people were starting to think, oh, George Bush, is calling out Donald Trump, you know, making a lot of sense. When George Bush is the voice of reason, you know you're in a pretty shitty spot. <laughs> This is the this is the war criminal kills 160,000 innocent people and somehow he's look he's the angel in this situation.
1: You really don't feel that in like 10 years time when Trump's not president. That this is going to be a thing where people are like, "Oh, that was just Donald." Bring back Yeah, bring back Trump. They going to be- I mean unless, you know, Kanye West does get in and oh. you know, it's I don't know, but like I mean, who who I don't want to say this because I'm going to jinx the universe, but who could be worse than Trump? <laughs> Kanye. Kim Kardashian? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel a shudder. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it's fun. We hopefully won't go two weeks without doing this again. But, um, sure, we'll, we'll get you on next time and we'll do this again.
3: Yeah, it's always good to have a rant. Always my
1: favourite time to press this button. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio Over to the studio I love it, get excited Don't even need to talk too much about it Forget the lyrics, yes Classic, 2010 We're going back to that year Anthony wasn't on the show for that long When he did forget the lyrics This is one of those rare exceptions that he did it Let's be honest, he was crap at it But this was him and myself Performing the Britney Spears classic Baby One More Time Talking about tax reform, apparently Uh, So let's, let's, let's listen to it Do I have to say the word karaoke? Alright. The tax reform is really cool. I put money on it and it makes me get more back. When I put it in, I see that it is good. Gillard's moving us forward with it. More money on the tax system. Tick your boxes and submit it, cos it's gonna bring you lots of dosh. My money troubles are worrying me.
5: Oh, yes.
1: I really want to get more back
5: from the miners.
1: I want more money from those bigger companies because they are rich. Other than me, give me more
5: money, Anthony. Your time time to sing. um, Go! What's the thing? You're singing. Straight up tax reform. Go! Oh, Jesus, where am I? Oh! Tax reform. Boy, you got. Oh, no, it's another one. Tax reform. Is Tony Abbott what he wants to do? Tax reform. 10%, 10% is by company tax. Is, is what we all ah, we reform. all have here. Tax reform. Um tax <laughs> reform tax reform is, tax reform. is, reform. Reform is really good. <laughs> It's it's really awesome, tax reform. Tax reform. Why are we singing this? Give me a sign. Tax reform is this song now. Yeah, I
1: kind of told you he wasn't very good and I think I just proved that point right there. (laughs) Time to close it out for another episode. Unlucky episode 13, but we'll be back for episode 14. Hopefully... Uh, next week, not three weeks later as it is, but just exciting to announce other projects and side projects. You heard me sort of tease a little bit before when uh, talking with Josh. Uh, this week where are soft launching, I guess you would say, a little project where called The Oz Network now. Uh, many people are familiar with their other projects, Survivor Oz, Lost 7 your oz Vision, lots of Oz's in the titles, things like that. But uh, this one's kind of a, a collective of, of just a very a variety of interests, focusing on movie and TV. And uh, this week, we're going to be sort of, it's kind of like Survivor Oz 2.0. We've abandoned Survivor Oz, Survivor Oz is no more, but Survivor will be formed as part of The Oz Network, a weekly recap on it, and uh, other TV shows and other movies will follow along the line. So, we will We'll post details about that on our on our channels. You'll see it. So subscribe, get involved. If you like my voice, if you like our other voices that you hear in this show and stuff we talk about, then you will definitely enjoy that. If you like this show, which I know you do, if you're listening to it clearly, uh, then subscribe to us on iTunes, your relevant podcast provider. Remember, subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes direct to your speakers. You can, of course, leave us feedback, leave us a rating. We always appreciate those, of course. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Stay up to date with everything. And a big shout-out as well to our podcast provider at Wooshka. If you want to start a podcast, go to Wooshka. They're great. They're awesome. Easy to deal with and easy to set up a podcast. We'll be back next week. As I said, hopefully not in a couple of weeks again, but we'll see how we go. Thank you for listening to episode 13 of the Brink Podcast. In the meantime, keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night.